0: Hello everyone and my name's Sean. welcome to my podcast. My podcast is really a long time coming. I've been thinking about it, I've been looking into it, I've been researching it, I've been dreaming about it. It's one of them things you're thinking, oh, should I? Shouldn't I? Who's going to listen? Who's going to care? But I've decided don't know how many takes I've done of this, so I think I'm just gonna just let it out. Let it go. Um I am a single parent, so that's basically sort of what this is gonna be. Um it's just you know, I'm a single parent, a working mum, two children, two different dads, just the highs, the lows, like maybe a bit of advice that probably I don't know. Would you want advice from me? I don't know. Um so just a little bit about me. I am 30, just turned 30, um, in lockdown. <laughs> um, and yeah, I have two children. My daughter is eleven and my son is five. I was I've pretty much been a single mum since the start of being a mum, <laughs> so when my daughter was born, um, wasn't in a great relationship. It was on and off like massively for till she was about three, um, and then we split, and then yeah, obviously I was single parent pretty much on my own. There was no sort of like, oh, you are going to daddy's this weekend? It was like, oh, you might go this weekend. Who knows if he'll turn up? Who knows if we're gonna hear from him? Um, and then I met my son's dad. And I thought, oh, my God, I love him. I'm going to marry him. He's, like, the best thing since sliced bread. And then, like, three months after I was... No, wasn't it? But think we were together three months and I was pregnant. And very, very quickly the curtain fell. I found out who he really was. Um, And, yeah, he didn't... He just had nothing to do with those. I think I was eight weeks pregnant, possibly nine, ten. Very early on, anyway. And he decided that's it. do not want anything to do with. That's a long story. That's a, a story for another time. It's a bit juicy. <laughs> um, and yeah. So obviously, I was bringing up two children on my own, which is great. <laughs> sleepless nights, great. Who loves them? Um, and that is basically what how it started. Um, I set up an Instagram account because right I I've got friends and they post things on Instagram and Facebook and it's I love it absolutely love it but then I always get comments from my family why are you sharing that why are you putting that on Facebook no one cares no one cares and I just so then I got so self-conscious and it was it was horrible I couldn't put things up um and then I thought you know what no sometimes you just need that bit to sort of to vent, get it out there, um, so I started an Instagram account. what Mummy did next, just in case you want to go have a nosy, um and that was that was great. I loved it, had like met some lovely people on there, and then i just I just stopped, I just kind of fell out of not love with it, i just I think it was too much to try and keep on top of because I think it started getting to the point where it's like you were seeing these big accounts and I think I did feel a bit of pressure well I don't I don't know just nothing was it the way I felt at that time nothing in my life was perfect nothing in my life was what I wanted and then instead of having somewhere to vent it was somewhere that was stressing me out because it's like I had to try and find you know the right angle for a picture because your grid's got to look great, or you know, um, like your stories, you've got to try and be active and everything on them. And I just, it was too much, and then I kind of just lost it. Um, occasionally I revisit it and you know go back and post things, um, and then now I just kind of shy away from social media because I I think there's a lot of judgment, um, a lot of pressure, a lot of stress, and yes, yeah, so I've just kind of took a step back um I mean I've got a friend her Instagram is just phenomenal, but she I don't know how she does it. she just takes the most amazing pictures her house looks beautiful I mean it is beautiful um but I mean, I've always got a toy in the corner or I mean like now I'm just tidy of my living room, and there's a pair of shoes that I've not put away there's a pencil over there on the floor, so my house is not Instagrammable, um so, and I didn't really have anywhere else to vent after that. And I think sometimes you just need it, just even if, if no one's going to read it, it's good to just get it out there. So I think, for me, this is what this podcast is going to be, me sort of venting at you. And then, unfortunately, you have to listen. No, you don't have to listen at all, I'm joking. Um. So this, obviously, this podcast is me. <laughs> Going on and on and on about me. Um, but I just want to sort of you to get like the, the gist of, of who I am and what I do and how and just who, how I am. Um so I like I said obviously I'm a single parent, single mummy and um I'm also I work full time I'm a teacher. Uh it is like it's taken me a lot to get to where I am. Um when I was younger younger (laughs) miss those days um I didn't know what I wanted to do I was um in like I went to sixth form then I left got a full-time job then I left went to college got pregnant so I left (laughs) and then I started doing an online degree with the Open University and I don't think anyone actually thought I'd finish it did take me six years but I got there in between that, I had my own business and I think I just was in such a place where I didn't know who I was, what I wanted to do, where I wanted my future to go. I just didn't. I didn't have a clue. Um. Obviously, the only thing I did know was that it was me and my daughter and I needed to make, I needed to be financially responsible for the both of us. And so, yes, I set up my business I was a, I made cakes and I loved it, absolutely loved it. And then I got my own shop and I think the enjoyment came, like I just lost it because, I mean, the customers were lovely, but then it was difficult. There was lots of other really cake companies and it just, it didn't just give me that, that joy anymore. I didn't have that joy. And I just kept thinking, I don't want to be, in like what twenty years time, doing something that I don't I don't like, or putting more money and time and effort into something that is just not going to work out. So then I carried on with my because during when I opened the shop, that's when I stopped my degree. I just paused it, and then I carried it on. So I had the shop for about eighteen months, and then I carried on with my degree. Um, and I decided I wanted to be a teacher. I think there was lots of options that I wanted to take. 'cause I even meant like I did a access course in art and design and that is I loved I love art. I love it so much. I love you so much. And um yeah and, and I just thought oh I could do this and at one point I really wanted to do architecture but then that was seven year degree after that and I thought I'm gonna be thirty and here I am at 30. I'm glad I'm not an architect. And uh I, I then did the access course while I was still finishing my degree and then I decided yes I want to become a teacher but in when I was in art college was when I met my son's dad and then I became pregnant so I managed to finish so I finished the course in the June and I had him in the September and again everything just went on hold and then I carried on my degree and I thought I've got one year left and then I found out actually no you have two years left and I remember thinking, I can't do this for another two years. This is going to slowly kill me. I, a newborn baby, a crazy, energetic six-year-old, a degree, a lack of sleep. I just can't do this. Uh, but I did. I carried on, and I got there. I did it. And then I started my teacher training. Again, that was hard. <laughs> that was. It's not hard. Like I love what I do. I think it's the. What I struggle with is, the mum guilt. And not knowing, so are the kids happy? Are they okay with this? And I think because I was on my own with them for so long, so they had me all to themselves for so long. Because obviously I was self-employed and I was doing my degree at home, and I was there. I was there all the time. Um, And then obviously doing my teacher training, I did it. So I did it for a year, and it was full on. It was in school, and and I was pretty much half my class. And so I was leaving the house at ten past seven every morning, dropping the kids off with my dad. And then I would go to work, get to work, be there, wouldn't leave till half five. Then I wouldn't see them and then pick them up. And it was it was a very long year and it was hard. And I think one of the hardest things for me was having obviously not seeing them properly all week but then like listening to people complaining and you know people who didn't have children didn't have didn't have families to like go home and feed or look after and they were moaning that they were tired and they'd have a nap at like five o'clock when they got home and I was like do you know how lucky you are to have a nap at five o'clock if I had a nap at five o'clock I wouldn't wake up till the next morning um yeah so but no I loved what I did and then I damaged my back and I had to take, I think it was like half a term, I had to take off and then so I restarted it again in the September just just to make up that time and then the school I was in, I, so the school I went to, I, um, at the, yeah, so the school I finished my training with, I then got a job as a TA there um, which was brilliant because it was nine till three so I could drop my children off at breakfast club, go straight to work and then I'd leave work and I'd I'd be able to pick them up. It was absolutely ideal and it was perfect because it was just before the lockdown hit as well. So if I'd gone on supply to be a supply teacher, I wouldn't have had a job, I wouldn't have been paid, I would have been back on benefits and I just... Yeah, a lot of people went. Why well, are you going to be a TA? You're a teacher now. You should be doing teaching, like go on to at that point in the year, it was difficult to get a teaching job. Um. Anyway, and then I was lucky enough that the um, a teacher left that school, so I actually was lucky enough to get to be given that job. So now I'm a year three teacher, and I absolutely love it. We are now in lockdown. What, like three, four, five? I don't even know what lockdown we're in. Um and I miss my class so much but yeah so now I'm homeschooling my children and home and remote teaching my class which again it's hard because it's the mum guilt again like does that ever stop do you ever stop feeling mum guilt for like anything you do like, the other night my son wanted a drink and I was like no 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 you just want to drink so you can get off bed and then I'm lying there with him thinking, but what if he wants a drink? What if he actually wants a drink? Am I being mean? Am I-? And all these things are going through my head. And it's even down to a drink, the mum guilt. Please tell me I'm not the only one who feels like ridiculous mum guilt for the most ridiculous things. Uh, it's, yeah, it's one of them things, isn't it? And so that's a little bit about me. Um, I don't know if I'm, I'm not exciting at all. I'm quite boring. Quite old. <laughs> I mean, I'm thirty now. Um, but yeah. So that's. Do you know? Actually, I'm thinking about it. I don't know how many times I've said um, or like left about ten minute gaps between what I'm saying because I'm so all over the place. I've never done this before. And yes, so I think I just say um 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 a few more times. But yeah. So that's me. Um. And I would love it if you could come back for more. I promise I will make them as exciting as I can. I mean, I'm not like, I don't live on Coronation Street, so my life isn't that interesting. But I just think, like, single mums, there's, like, a great, there's, like, a massive, like, internet full of amazing people, amazing mums, and this is just my corner of it and my experiences and, and sort of my view on things and I think every single person is completely different every single person's situation is different the circumstances are different and it's just nice to be able to listen to someone else's sort of point of view and see where they're coming from and I just think sometimes like a little insight you know the warts and all stuff not just that oh like the perfect stuff the stuff that you know that you do want people to see sometimes I think like the nitty-gritty stuff is actually really what people want to hear they don't want to hear about like I don't know perfect poses and I don't know Maybe I'm just talking a little shit who knows so I am going to leave you there and you're probably all absolutely delighted now it's come to an end but I will hopefully see you all again for my next podcast thank you very much for joining me bye